No! No! What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. You're a cunt, Brian. No, sir, I don't like it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I just jumped the gun on Carmen Morales, and I'm doing the intro this time. Welcome to episode 86 of No, Sir, I Don't Like It. I'm your host, Brian Vokey, and with me as usual is the very funny Carmen Morales. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Brian. What, am I Brian Regan? <laughs> Which Brian? Do you not know that I'm not Brian Regan? <laughs> it was actually more of like Peter Griffin as Brian Vokey. Oh, weird. I never realized. I wonder if Peter Griffin is just uh, Seth MacFarlane's uh, Brian Regan impression. <laughs> well, no, it's like it's uh, just a New England. The, yeah. Uh, spirit of Massachusetts is the spirit of America or whatever. I just wow. remember that. I remember that song. <laughs> what? Where did you remember that from? Family Guy. Oh, never seen it. Never heard of it. No, it's a pretty interesting show. You might like it. It's a little. Cartoon. I'm just gonna stop every momentum for everything for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. Cool, 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 cool. Real good combo, bro. Real good combo. <laughs> uh, you know what's something I don't like is lost episodes. <sighs> I knew you were gonna do this to me. I knew you were gonna bring it up and sure. and. Well, if you keep losing our episodes, I'm gonna run out of things to I say. Don't so I don't know what happened. I don't know if I lost it. I just don't know what the fuck happened. It's gone. How could you not know if you've lost something? I don't know if it actually recorded. We had a really fun episode that we're going to try to recreate if we can get the guest back. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's fine. Uh, it just means that you guys get an, another episode of just Carmen and I, which is probably your favorite anyway. <laughs> Honestly. You guys are like, yes, I'm glad they lost it. Whatever stupid. Fuck, finally. I like it when it's just them. I don't like when they have anybody else's perspective ever. It was Hugh Jackman. <laughs> we lost a Hugh Jackman episode. It was a big get. I wasn't going to tell you guys, but yeah, we lost a Wolverine. <laughs> That's not even remotely true. Yeah, well, he's not Wolverine, really. Yeah, you're right. He's just, he's just an, an Australian actor. But he sounds really good on Mike, too. Listen, this podcast is brought to you by Brontel. They have a wonderful selection of products that vary from air purifiers to bidets. Please go check it out at brondell.com. And if you put promo code NOSIR, that's one word, N-O-S-I-R, you get 20% off all of your purchases, including their $34 travel bidet, which I strongly recommend. I also was 30 minutes late to a basketball game today because I turned around to take a shit at my house because I didn't want to use, I didn't want to shit like a, primitive animal and not have a bidet like an indigenous person you were yeah. like i'm not shitting <laughs> like a shack dweller anymore yeah. i have a bidet i have a bidet brought to you by brondell 20 percent on promo code no sir but what i was gonna <laughs> i was like man if i shit in this fucking rec center bathroom i'm gonna have to go into somebody's yard and grab their hose you know, <laughs> i gotta get it out yeah or i'm just gonna like take a kick off the the faucet handle and let the, and turn the faucet on and let it shoot up in the sink, <laughs> kind of like bird bidet it, you know, like a bird bidet. <laughs> well, do you think birds would be cool with a bird bidet? I know they like the bath, like the puddle of water. I don't think they would because I think it's tough for them to fly when they're wet. That's why in Florida you see all those crucified birds on the edge of lakes, like drying their wings out. What? 
You never oh, they're it, always yeah, they're always drying them out. Yeah, they, but those are the water birds. Those are the ones that can actually like get wet, like because you still see like the if you. I mean, that's the point of a bird bath. Is I don't they think get wet and then they fluff their little feathers off. <laughs> All they got to do is they dust the water off. It rolls right off of them. I don't think any animal would like a burst of water up its ass. Because it's not even an ass, right? It's a clo- clo- cloetha or something. Like it's an asshole and their uh, sex yeah, organs. Yeah, so they're pissing out of their ass too. So I think when they piss with the shit and the, I think the piss cleans it out. But it's like the same way you don't have to clean your dick hole after you piss, you know, because it's. You don't. I, I, yeah, I, I would. I would. Oh, take man, a, I always jam a Q-tip I, up I was there. gonna say. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you! I was gonna say that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I have one up there right now too. Actually. <laughs> oh, you keep it in like a yeah, little yeah, cork, yeah, so yeah. you know, you just so you don't drip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, there's. Uh, I was uh, just at a party. It was a gay party that I went to. Like it was lame, or no? It was no, 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 no. It was, <laughs> it was a homosexual's birthday party. Oh, okay. It was a gay party, and they were talking about whatever that's called when you shove uh, stuff up your pee hole. Uh, it's like a fetish. It is? And it's got a funny name, too. God, if you're listening, please email in the name. Uh, NoSirPod at gmail.com. What? I I had a a buddy of mine tell me that, like, that was, like, some some frat rape shit that that they did. Is like, they held him down and and stuck, like, a bottle. Oh, a bottle rocket. A bottle rocket. They took a bottle rocket and, you know, that metal Uh stem, they shoved that right through. Sure. That sounds horrible. I mean, why wouldn't you do that, though? (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean? Why wouldn't you? I mean, you have the pee hole. <laughs> the only thing is, like, did they? He had to hold his cock up, or was he hard? And if he was hard, would he still get in the fret? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it was. I mean, he was kind of crying. <laughs> it would work. You'd get a much better me. launch, a much safer launch angle if you were hard. They didn't light it. I don't think they lit it. I think it was just to fuck. You gotta light it. What's the point of being in there with a thing that explodes? To be dicks, I guess. I don't know. It was like a, it's like a like fucking a hazing. Frat. A hazing. Not, yeah, that's soft hazing, though. How is it soft hazing? Because if you have a fucking bottle rocket, you light it. I shot a bottle <laughs> rocket out of my ass crack. Well, that's funny. That's different. Yeah. You it wasn't funny have you ever th- stuck anything in your pee hole? I have not actually, and it's. What made me feel? And it really bumps me out. You know, I really thought I was very progressive sexually, but I haven't jammed anything in my dick hole. Well, the thing is, um, I was really left out of this conversation. There was like seven guys talking about when they were like in seventh grade, all the shit they shoved in their pee hole. And uh, I I had nothing to contribute. And uh, they also, one of them, one of the guys said it felt really good. Uh, Everybody else disagreed. Right. It's weird how people can process things like like it's weird that like some guys like huge cocks in their ass, but like anything that's ever been in my ass has just been pain it, yeah. and it's not like exciting yeah at all. but like it's is it a brain thing or is your scent is your nerve system different? Do you process pain like what is that like is it psychosomatic does like you know like Do you just disregard the pain and it's like the idea of it I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Or like, do you love that? Are you so attracted to that guy that his cock in your ass like transcends pain and you're just excited? I don't know. I mean, do you get adrenaline or are you so like, do, do endorphins pour out of you? Because like, you know, when you're playing a sport. Well, I mean, there is that there is the part in your butt that if you touch it, it is like, you know, when you, you get your prostate milked or whatever. Like, Yeah, that's not really a part of the butt. That's the prostate. Yeah, but if you go in <laughs> deep enough, you... 
you can you can yeah, touch yeah, it and yeah. uh and achieve orgasm so i don't know if it's that but i mean anal for everybody is painful but i think sometimes some people just like but more pain I've than other people pain. who fucking love it oh yeah i knew <laughs> i knew a lady that used to fucking I still, hang out this one, I still hang outside this one girl's window every night throwing rocks at her window. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in there one more time. A <laughs> uh, buddy of mine used to have like, she it would be like, she liked it so much that she would just keep frozen peas and just sit on peas all day just because her ass was just so sore the next day. <laughs> she would be so what a in- trooper. <laughs> she really was. <laughs> what a trooper. And she loved it. I don't know what it was. Uh, she just loved don't it. I, you never ask those questions. When somebody loves something like that, you don't open that can of worms. Because <laughs> the answer is always sad. <laughs> it's never a fun story. I just like that you like it. I don't want to go any further <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. than that. <laughs> if, we un- if we unpack why you like this, you won't like it anymore. <laughs> Or you won't be able to do it without crying, not just because it hurts, but because yeah, yeah, it yeah. also hurts. Oh, God. I, I've Obviously, I've dated so many girls where every now and then they would just cry. What? Like, like in sex, during sex. Oh, during sex? Yeah, yeah. Just start bawling. Talk about a fucking landmine. Can you guys stop hurting all these women so much that like because i'm the one to cock because you're cock blocking us no, dude no, no. stop being mean to these ladies because you're <laughs> ruining my fucking future sex with them no weirdo. that's not what i'm saying it's even more self-centered than that no no that would be like wow, how do you get even more self-centered than that <laughs> because it's never the guy who caused the trauma that gets in trouble for that moment but like if you're like if you're having sex with somebody who gets triggered in the middle of the sex, you're in a real great. You got to be. You got to handle that perfectly because you could. If you say something wrong in that moment when the person is crying, where you make them feel any bit in, more insecure or, or whatever, then all of a sudden you're you could be called any label of sexual deviant, and your whole reputation spoiled. Because it's such a sensitive moment. That sounds like it was from experience. What happened, Brian? Huh? Well, we don't need to go into it. All I'm saying is, <laughs> all, I, I mean, don't grab the pork rind. I get your. I just nervously ate. I know. I just nervously ate. You're uncomfortable, but you brought it up. I also feel like. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that when you guys are hurting these women and mm-hmm. some gals, probably I bet that there's a couple gals. I could. I bet my PE teachers fucking traumatized a few girls. My high school PE teacher mm-hmm. with that tight perm. Yeah. But um, I feel like it's never the it's never those pers- those people. This never, source is never uh, never yeah, gets the back. It's whoever for it. pulls the ship out of the bottle, mm-hmm. you know, that gets the bottle smashed over their head. <laughs> okay, or something like that, you know, <laughs> or something like that. Uh, you you figure you figure out yeah. you make up your own yeah. <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> Do the work for me. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe they like tip a bookcase over at you when you're asleep. <laughs> Who knows? That's too specific to metaphor. not be real. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the I mean, the great thing about that is the books wake you up before the shelf falls on you, so you can see the shelf fall on mm-hmm. you. Yeah, Maybe as get a, a person, I've, 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 it's only happened like a couple of times, and I was always very well, like very well aware of what was happening, you know, right? And so I would just talk through it. I'd be like, I'm feeling like this because of this, and. I know it doesn't have anything to do with you. It's you're just happened to be here now when that fucking fl- flat that came into the flip book. Like that's not, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what, or something specific is making me not feel 
like good and fun anymore. Um, and then you just talk through it and you get through it. But like, yeah, people, it's just all these fucking uncles are just making sex bad for people or, you know, grandfathers or friends of the family or whoever. All right. We could, let's just, uh, again, we're getting specific or mm. just a cop in St. Thomas. You know what I mean? Any, <laughs> anything. It could Guy be any Daryl who <laughs> played poker with your father. Social security number two, three, four, <laughs> six, seven, one, nine, eight, zero. That's all. I'm just saying it's, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it's tricky. It's out just there. annoying. It, it's annoying. And but I, it's also, you know how I am. Like, if I'm in an uncomfortable situation, I'm you gonna start make eating a pork joke. rinds. Oh yeah, I'm okay. gonna make a joke or say something. Like, I, I, like it's bad when people are really vulnerable around me, and What's I it? care about them. I'm really good with strangers who are vulnerable, but mm-hmm. when I care about somebody, I don't know what to do with that, so I just say something stupid, and then you know, which is unfortunate because. There's been situations when I've been vulnerable around you, and that's actually made me feel better because it lightens, okay, I don't need to be so serious about everything. Like, mm-hmm. I'm obviously not dead. I'm not dying. Like, but to I'm be not, fair, this isn't killing me, you know? There is, there is one moment where you were like, can you be a fucking human being for one second? You well, said that-, that. You set me up that way because <laughs> you had, like, something happen with one of your mans or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't right. remember what happened. I, I remember, don't remember. I remember either. where I was when I got the phone call because I, I just remember being, cause like, well, that was the disclaimer. I was like, I, I asked you, I know I needed you to be, not to be a human being, but I needed you, you to be a, a fucking fr- human being. <laughs> I need you to be my friend. I go, <laughs> I needed you to be like, act like an actual friend to me. <laughs> I was like, I need you to do that. And, um, and then you were, and then you were able to sit in the, oh, okay, I'm going to listen to this and be objective and, and tell you, and you were, you were great. It's, the thing is, I, I like I used to counsel at the Berkeley Free Clinic. I used to I went through like a nine month program. I learned peer to peer counseling. I learned the Rogerian model. I, I studied Gestalt. Uh, Gestalt. I, Socratic method. No, we didn't do that. Okay, but um, so like, and I used to sit there and I would counsel people, and you would think I'd be better with emotion and all that stuff. But the thing is. All the people who came into the Berkeley Free Clinic were crazy homeless people that were way out of my reach. Like, I wasn't able to help them. I didn't have the... They needed medicine. They needed more than a person to listen to. So my whole function was just to let these people have one person just have to sit and listen to them for a minute. That was all I really could provide. Well, yeah, they, they spend all their days getting disregarded by... But they're too... The, but the thing everybody. is, everybody patted themselves on their fucking back for how great we were for providing the space for people. But they were too crazy to appreciate that. I was like, we're not helping. This guy needs medicine. We're not helping him. He doesn't feel appreciative that I'm sitting there listening to him talk about how he has a chip in his head controlled by the brain, by, by the NSA. Like that, he, he like, he's scared mm-hmm. and uh, being listened to doesn't matter to him because he's too, he's beyond benefiting from being listened to and so i was like we're not doing shit you know and i would say that in meetings and then i had one i had one client who i actually was able to talk to who wasn't insane and he was a he was like an asian guy Uh who had all that asian parent stuff right like he wanted to be a librarian and his parents disowned him because he didn't go to medical school Mm -hmm. or whatever and that was easy i probably just violated some shit i don't know but um, by saying that, but it's years ago. But anyway, what I'm saying is that like I used to be way better with that stuff. But as I get older, like the walls get thicker and and I like push the emotion down, especially because of the line of work we're in now 
where you have to like you just hear no constantly. Yeah. You just like you have to have really really thick walls. Well, yeah. I don't I don't are, are we still talking about anal? Um no. <laughs> you have really thick walls what, what, that can't penetrate. See that you being vulnerable made thick, me uncomfortable, so I had to make walls. a joke. <laughs> I like a gal with a thick anal wall. <laughs> what is your type? <laughs> no, but I get, I get it. And it's all, well, and it's also easier dealing with strangers because you don't have to be emotionally invested in how you affect them with the words that you say. Last, you know what I mean? Last night, this guy came up to me and started talking to me about like a, a death in the family or, mm-hmm. so, or, or something. And I was like right about to go up. In the st- at the store, the mm-hmm. OR, which is one of the few stages that still gets in my head. Yeah, sure. And he was like really opening up, and I was kind of like, uh, not now. Yeah, can, <laughs> can't you can just you? wait three minutes? I'm trying <laughs> to remember this gender spectrum joke real quick. And I was like, oh, wow, man, that sounds hard, you know? And then I'm like, in my head, I'm like trying to remember the oppositional defiance disorder (laughs) joke. (laughs) Should I put it here? Yeah, dude, that sucks. Or maybe should I put it over here? And you're just going back and forth from like saying things that will like listening enough to where you can say something to get them to keep talking while you're actually thinking about something else. I don't understand people who unload and like with hundreds of people around you. You know? I, I mean, I've never understood that. But that, that's been one of the things that's bothered me forever. Is it, it just you know, just meeting something, someone, and then learning way too much about their life. You know, and even right. though this is a, and also you, you sh- people who are hurt. Look, I get it. It sucks. It sucks having awful things happen to you. But also, take a look around before you start fucking unload. You start emptying out that fucking wheelbarrow oh of my God. emotions on people. That weird barrel? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, the oh, wheel, wheel barrel. You said it like a Chinese person. You said wheel barrel. <laughs> wheel barrel. <laughs> wheel barrel. Of emotional fortune cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will be held up for the next two hours listening to my baggage. Yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating, and people seem to do it to both of us all the time. I don't know what it is, but people. It's love because it. we look at people in the eyes. I know. Well, why don't? Yeah, everybody's fucking autistic. I was just working. <laughs> what? Nobody makes eye contact anymore. Um, I make them make eye contact. I, I I had to do. You were you were working with Maria Bamford at a theater in Madison. It was lovely. Well, I was also in a theater commentating for a live streaming Street Fighter Five tournament. That sounds fun. With uh, JC Carias and Damar Randy, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the autistic video game players who was in the tournament, who brought his own joystick or whatever, was just <laughs> and his head was just fixated anywhere where there weren't eyes, mm-hmm. and he was like stinky and just the exact what you would expect from a guy who's good at it's a street a page, It's a page out of the book. It's very accurate. He's wearing one of those like silk shirts that has like anime characters all over oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's classic. And uh, he, he comes out firing at us because I think he thinks we're going to roast him. And we were more commentating on the video game than we were the players because right. we couldn't see him very well. It was a giant room. Mm-hmm. And so... He just starts yelling insults at us like he's trying to. He's obviously been picked on so much. He's just trying to get ahead. <laughs> he's trying to front load this battle yeah, he's so he has to play a, a little offense. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, sorry to use a sports analogy. I would never get that. But um, <laughs> so he uh, he he stands up and he goes, uh, "Why are you guys even here? I've never seen any of you before." And I go, "Yeah, it's because you you haven't seen anybody before because you don't know how to make eye contact." <laughs> <laughs> and I said this and I realized that I was in a room full of people who couldn't make eye contact. So it just killed with the two comics. And I, they laughed super hard. And then no, it just silence. In the room. <laughs> That's a future comedy, by the way, is just Twitch TV. You know what I think the other the other reason is is because there's so few people who feel like they have friends in Los Angeles that anybody that looks at them dead in the eye or like listens to them at all just is like latches on to you as as if like you become the place of their friend from back right. home or something like that. So because there's so many people here that's like, I don't have any friends here. I don't have any friends. It's like, first of all, you never leave your house. That's the one thing. And uh, two, you have to make an effort. Everybody's spread out here. It's a huge city. Yep. You have to make an effort to maintain friendships. I do that all the time. Sometimes it's exhausting, you know, mm -hmm. but it's, I'm a very social person. I like having friends. I like having people that I like around me. So I make the effort to do that. If you mm -hmm. don't do that, then you just end up, at a show hoping to get up and then you see somebody you know and you're like um fucking beat up about this all and you hear it all it all starts coming out da -da 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 -da, and you're like fuck i didn't know we were at this level you know what i mean yeah. and then you just well, start surprising <laughs> you just start surprising people with friendship you know like <laughs> where it's you're my friend now you have to hear all this like whoa i don't know <laughs> yeah we didn't even have lunch together you know what i mean yeah, we've never like, even been to a movie together do like I, do i spell it with an i or a y <laughs> Before you tell me about your fucking dead brother, is it I or Y? Because if you don't know, you got a 50 50 chance. Just go ahead and guess. But if you get it wrong, you don't get to tell me about a death. Because Brian spells his name with a Y, everyone. Don't tell him. No. Now, all these, now I got to come up with a new question. <laughs> What's your mother's maiden name? Or your pets? First pets, all the password questions. All the password questions? ones, yeah. Yeah, if you can't steal my password through answering three questions, you don't get to tell me about your fucking tragedy. <laughs> so you're saying no one? No one should be able to have that information. Yeah. Do you know my first pet's name? No. I didn't even know you had a pet. In my entire life? I'm 33. <laughs> of course, there's been some pets coming and going. I don't know. I don't know how crazy you are, really. <laughs> <laughs> Even the people that are close to you, they still don't get the full picture. You, like, you only, you give people, you, you, like, Brian's like a, like a big pizza, and he only gives out slices of his personality. <laughs> because you know why? Because I'll tell you why. Because I'm socially adept, uh -huh. and uh, I know how to, I, I just give people what they can relate to. You know, like if I have a, some people are so fucking uncompromising. Like they're like when I see like uh, my friend Tommy, mm -hmm. we talk sports because we both know sports. If I see certain music friends, we talk. If I see Chappelle, Lacey, so why we talk don't you records. just have fucking well-rounded friends that are capable of talking about? I have more those too. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, a lot of people, it's like if I make them think I'm only into this, then they won't cross any lines and make me have to talk about shit i don't want to talk about oh they won't deviate like yeah, what yeah. what don't you want to talk about anything i'm not interested in like someone's dead brother yeah unless you're being funny about it i don't know i don't talk to people about my dead mom that like i mean i've done it to you you've so much that you have a bit about it but other than that <laughs> <laughs> <I've done> <laughs> 
I don't really, yeah. Like, I'm not one of those people. I did. You're I, also particular about, uh, like, uh, the type of hanging out you do. Oh, yeah. Have you ever met somebody and, like, like the same way that somebody will unload on you where they, like, try to fast forward friendships? What do you like? What do you mean? Like in like like what were like the so so one way would be like here's all of my trauma. Then they they immediately try to trauma bond with you, and if you're not ready for it, that's intense. Well, what do you what do you mean? Like when somebody you don't really know invites you to a movie, like a fucking psycho. Do you want to go sit in the dark next to me? I don't know you. I always thought that was such a creepy first date thing. So many people I do that dinner in a movie. Move their house <laughs> like out of their house before i went to the movies <laughs> with them and now to be fair we have a listener tyler Gizar, who who i think listens to this podcast and he invited me to a movie yesterday not talking about you tyler i know you're fucking self-centered we could, <laughs> I, I know you well and enough he, yeah, was, and he knows you well enough to be able to call out a flaw to you yeah yeah because yeah. he thinks like you guys get it I know you well enough to go to a movie with you, Tyler. I know, I know you're not going to like cable guy me. But like, <laughs> if, if you're like a stranger, I'm very, it's, it's funny. And I'm in the wrong business for this is that like when, when strangers show an interest in me, I think they're going to kill me uh, a lot of the time. Man, you really are a lady because I am the opposite. This is why it's so bad. So you're way more. There's so many things about you that's way more like female centric, like things that ladies complain about. And I'm the opposite because I don't. I'm not fucking scared at all. Like I don't think anybody's gonna kill me, or I don't think anybody's gonna rape me. I like I don't have those thoughts. I don't think it's that. I, I don't think it's ladylike. I think it's nine years of living in Oakland, California, and hearing gunshots as I go to sleep every single night. But I lived in I'm a like, neighborhood where there were gunshots and shit like but that. If you hear gunshots every single night, you think, wow. Somebody's getting killed every night. My number's <laughs> up at some point. <laughs> Literally, somebody's getting shot to death in this neighborhood every single night. But That's not, not paranoia. That's just not, playing the lottery. No, dude, it's not trick or shoot. They're not going from door to door looking for people to kill. Well, who are they going to kill once they run out of people to kill? They got to keep looking. They're going to kill people until they're in charge, and then they don't have to kill people anymore. You either, you either abide by their rules or mm -hmm. you get shot. No, when you're a killer, you kill. But that's what I'm saying. Like in Oakland, it's 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 not just people going on killing sprees. But it but it, no, there's so many. Yeah, first of all, yes, it is. Do you know how many stray bullets kill people in Oakland? Like they're stray bullets, but they're not intentional. They bullets. go into your fucking house. It's not paranoia. <laughs> it's paranoia when I when I when I feel that way in Highland Park. And where I live in LA now, which, mm -hmm. by the way, if this podcast was 20 years ago, it'd be the, just as violent as Oakland. But like now, it's like barcades and like girls scowling with bangs and granny glasses. That's like all <laughs> it is just angry women just walking up and down the street. Artisanal gelato. Yeah. Oh my God, your life's so hard, you scowling cunt. God, there's so many people coming out with like fucking uh those fucking fruit bowls what's that fruit everybody's eating acai yeah they're like coming acai like, you want to maybe you don't I've get heard. to scowl if you're eating acai bowl every day okay <laughs> things aren't that bad if you can afford the fruit that you can't even pronounce yeah <laughs> yeah i i was in inglewood the other day and I, I was, it's a long, boring story, but none, I had to unload all this catering shit through a front door. Usually there's a gate. So I had to take a hand truck filled really high with giant like Tupperware containers full of pots and pans and shit. And they were all dirty. And this girl was dancing on her car. It was all, it's a black neighborhood. 
and there was this car with these like four black ladies and this one dude and they were all partying really hard and they're like yeah get it boy when mm-hmm. i walked by they were like get it so i did a little shimmy for them nice and uh and then it made the thing fall over oh, and no. they all ran out and helped me pick it up and they all were like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i know yeah. you're trying to work we just mess with you whatever yeah. and then um, another guy came up and just guided the thing with me. He kept a hand on the front half. He wasn't related to, the, it wasn't a, with the people who were dancing. Another guy, everybody was so fucking nice. And then I just came home to Highland Park where everybody has 10 times the amount of money that these people have. And they're just fucking scowling with their assy eyeballs. And I was like, fuck you, dude. Like, I was just in a neighborhood where everybody has a million reasons to frown. And they were helping me. But I do work. The shit was dirty. I was telling them, like, don't worry, I'll pick it up. This shit's greasy. They're like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, we were fucking with you. It just made me so, oh, I got angry. I'll just tell you that. I was steaming. <laughs> I was, he was really a chap on my You know ass. I'm steaming when I run out of words. <laughs> Why? I, is it, wah, 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 if I have wah, wah, an articulate wah, wah, wah. rant, it's not real feelings in this podcast. <laughs> but when I start... Not being able to put sentences together, then well, it's that's just authentic. because poor people have communities and rich people. Like the the richer you get, the less community you have, and the more neighbors you have. Mm-hmm. Like your community becomes so small, it's just like, oh, that's my neighbor Rob, and you just choose these tiny personal relationships. Whereas, like, hey, we're all poor, we're all in this together, we'll help each other out. Oh, they know they, they you know why they can they can rate, relate to how much work sucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm going down Manchester you know Avenue I mean? with this giant hand truck full of shit exactly meanwhile in highland park like these a lot of these kids just have fucking their parents paying for their apartment so they can afford to scowl you know what i mean they don't have to seek out joy in their lives and i was thinking about how all those fucking people they're also probably scouring because they're jealous that they don't have enough strife in their life to justify it and they're the, the, the highland park bitches and all those people like they're all complaining about white men like and white men that it's it's all white people by the way nobody hates white people more than white people mm-hmm. but like uh you know just like white men a racist patriarchy system white supremacy white men white men white men and then and just so fucking negative because their dad's a white guy but then you get into like as a white guy I get into a black neighborhood and I have a little bit of trouble and everybody drops everything to fucking help me. And I'm like, the people helping me or the people. Well, the argument think- to that would be like they have ingrained white supremacy in them and that, that they need to help the white man. They have to boost the white man up. That would be their, that, that would be their, yeah, those nasty mm-hmm. people. No, instead, it's a more working class. Like, we all fucking struggle with well, it's, our yeah, jobs. It's a human, that's the human, that's, that, And that's what's upsetting yeah. is, like, sometimes those people, I, I don't think they've had enough human connection, mm-hmm. like, enough human connection to realize, like, no, a lot, most people are good, and most people just try to help. Yeah, it's like the DSA is a fucking labor-based political movement run by people who've never had a real job in their fucking life. <laughs> that is upsetting. The thing I've recently noticed that uh, annoys the shit out of me is there's been so many women complaining about white men while they're dating or married to a white man. And yeah, that uh, it I just mean, doesn't make it like if like if like so you, you you're fucking you're sleeping with the enemy, you're Julia Roberts now or whoever no, the fuck like, was in that movie. It's good like because he does what I say. Is that what it is? I think so. I think a lot of those guys are real neutered, like, yes, boss. Like, just fucking bums. I don't know. But also, those people, you hate what you are. It's just self-hate. Anything I've ever, like, I feel like most of the things that I hate, like, in people the most 
are things that I do. You know, it's mm-hmm. self hate. That's what, and I just, people just resort to like, and it's also, it's lazy criticism. It like, they don't mean it when they say just like, Oh, white men. It's just, it, that translates to laughter at the fucking brunch with everybody at the table or likes on social media. Mm-hmm. It's just people are going the path of least resistance. They feel good when they're saying it. White, like, because it seems like in these in these circles, it's like white guy is like what a bunch of racists would say the n word for. Like, it's just a button to get everybody to laugh. Exactly. It's just lazy. Mm-hmm. And all those t- like Portland, Oregon. I was talking to my friend, uh, your coworker Matt Lockwood, mm-hmm. and a uh, very funny comedian, uh, big big dumb idiot, um, and he. Um, <laughs> And he uh, he was telling a story about how he got kicked off a show in Portland because he called out this guy for being a pathological liar. And it's a really funny story. I'm not going to tell it. It's his story. But the thing that it, it what he wasn't putting together is that also he had a rough time because his jokes aren't Portland friendly. They're uh, they're a little meaner or whatever, maybe a little mean spirited. I think they're just more uh, ignorant on purpose. Yeah, they're they're ignorant. He's more ignorant mm-hmm. because uh, God forbid somebody use ignorance for humor purposes. Jesus Christ. But uh, and it's so funny that this guy who is a pathological liar and is saying all this insane, like he said that he punched. I, I will say this: he said he punched out two guys who were screaming Trump on the street the day of the after the election. It was all a lie, right? Or whatever, got a million likes or whatever. But like, if you're like that, you can get by in those fucking places where it's like nobody cares that you're a fucking shit human being and a liar. But if you say the wrong words, then you're fucking kicked out of town, and it's. <laughs> I hope Highland Park burns is what I'm saying. And I hope that a bomb falls well, I hope Portland. not because you live there. And I, I don't know that there's going to be another dentist office that you can afford to be living to anywhere else. So I hope uh, I hope Highland Park, because there also still is a ton of families that live there that aren't those people. Okay. Well, I hope <laughs> that the fucking Highland Park mentality burns. <laughs> I hope that all... Okay. All right, I'll put it this way. I hope all the app-based economies crash and these, so that these people have to get real jobs <laughs> and fucking maybe lighten up a little and like understand. I don't know. It's just they're so fucking protective of these other cultures. And the other cultures are like, yeah, we're fine with you. Yeah. We're fine. I was also annoyed yesterday because... Um I hosted a potluck at the um, world famous comedy store for the first time ever. I was visit. so embarrassed. Did I have egg on my face because I brought a quiche because I thought it was an actual potluck. <laughs> <laughs> and there I was. I slaved all day in the kitchen <laughs> with my phyllo dough. I okay. did nine layers of phyllo dough with my quiche. And boy, you was I embarrassed. Mean, it's a fucking pie crust and egg. What the fuck do you need all that phyllo dough for? Because I like a nice flaky layered <laughs> crust on my quiche, okay? It's how my grandmother's grandmother made it. You are so when stupid. When she came over on a boat Anyways, from Greece. Anyways, it just means I host a show for three hours. And the first hour Turns is... Turns out it's not a potluck. <laughs> it's not a potluck. It's a show in the first hour uh, from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. is an open mic. And 160 people sign up and 16 people get up. 
anywhere around 160 on average about 154 if i'm being completely honest or accurate then from 8 to 10 30 is the portion of the show that's called friends and family where all of the employees that are comedians that work at the comedy store get to go up and do time and then there's also the the friends part portion is like people who are in development at the comedy store who haven't been passed they don't have their name on the wall they're growing tits they're growing their tits in you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. not just the raisinettes they're getting a little uh, getting a little chub up front so maybe you guys start wearing a training bra that kind of thing random so, boners all that no and sweatpants. whoever is hosting that week also gets to use their discretion and have whoever else go up having that said there was a woman to one of two women that are door guys at the comedy store that get to host this show there were two women and of the probably 25 people that came and tried to sign up to go up one of them was a woman only one, only one woman came and tried to get up on friends and family when you would have the opportunity to because a woman was there. Like, and the one woman that was there, I mean, she's not the strongest one, but I fucking put her up because it was, it was a ton of white dudes. And you know why it was a ton of white dudes? Because a ton of white dudes were there trying to get up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I hear all the time about all this complaining about how women don't get enough spots, and women, mm-hmm. but the, but they're not showing up to even fucking try, even using an opportunity that is very well like laid out for you. Like, oh, there's a woman. A woman will be more likely to to. I mean, even if you're using that logic, like, oh, a woman would be more likely to put me up than a white dude. If the white dude is the problem, right? And then none of these bitches fucking showed up. Well, let's be fair. A, a, a woman would have better luck with a white guy than a black guy. Like you, you. Why said, are you bringing race into this? Because you did. Because you were saying that like uh, a white a woman is more likely. I'm to put talking it, about based on your shit, where like white guys are the bad guys. You guys are oh, the man. Oh, you guys right, are the right, patriarchy. Right. Because a lot of white guys like think they they, they can fuck from putting people up. Like guys, well, white guys are real like weird. Like power is the only way they know how to fuck. Right. And so I think they would put up all women, all hot women. Because they just don't know how to like just be like because a black guy is like knows how to talk to a lady and be a little smooth. Yeah, he's got game. He doesn't yeah, need yeah. A, he doesn't need to fucking <laughs> trade spots for tit picks or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. But anyway, you're right. Like, uh, it, it just really bummed me out, man. And I sent I sent out a couple text messages today. I was and I was trying to figure out a nice way of saying this. You're not. And then I just gave hard a, enough gals. You have to try. You have to at least make an effort in order mm-hmm. to get because that's all I do. All I do is I try. And if things work out, great. And if they don't work out, fine. But yeah. either way, I'm still making an effort. I'm still there. I'm still there with all the fucking white guys. And and I there was even this annoying New Zealand woman that was sitting next to me that was just like, where's the women? Where's And I was like, first of all, bitch, I am a woman. And second of all, yes, where the fuck are they? Yeah, they're not here. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I can't go pry them out of their houses or tell them, don't go see Beetlejuice, come to the fucking comedy store and do your job. All, I can't do that. They're all booked on nine other gigs that they've also are canceling and not showing up to. <laughs> it's just so That's, it's dude, it's uh I I, I we've talked about the, the lady but, canceling thing. But it's just it was just super frustrating because I you know I I want to help. I want to do like I'm getting stuff because I'm doing 
the the waiting and I'm doing the trying and I'm doing all that stuff and I have no problem helping you out. Say you you have a hard time being assertive. You don't like to ask. I mean, that's not just women. That's guys and girls. So I, I'm trying to make an effort to help women out. Like I tell them when I'm going to be there. I tell people when like to to help. And but I can't I can't do it all for you. Yeah. No. I I think a lot of people. I think there's a lot of entitled behavior where uh and that's again we've talked a lot of i won't uh, it's a, a little bit of a different take but what i'm saying is that like i think uh one of the benefits of being such an uncastable undesired demographic right now is that it makes you scrap harder and work harder where i think there's so many comics i don't feel some of them i enjoy as people but they're just not good yet because of how long they've been doing it they could be end up being great yeah so sure there's so there's so many newer women comics who as soon as they hit the road running boom booked two times a night three times a night and so i think it takes the effort out of you when it's that's easy right out the gate and then you just stop you don't try as hard and then you also see these people, and it's like you're getting booked two. T- you're doing 14 real shows a night in front of real people. Why aren't you better? <laughs> That's another thing that drives me crazy. Yeah, but I think it's also because, uh, also because now there's less people who uh, feel comfortable being honest about uh, stuff like that. That they they don't get honest feedback. Yeah. They just get people not saying anything to you. You got to be a vigilant self critic. There's there's one comic I'm thinking of of mind who is just getting overbooked right now. But she has a really fucking good attitude, and it's just refreshing to see somebody like understand that yes, they're benefiting a lot from the current climate. Sure, and but they still are admitting when they bomb and, and working hard. It's just not something you see yeah. a lot. But like any, go to any like here's something I've I found that I don't take advantage of because I feel greasy doing it. But when you're a white guy, you don't you know a lot of I didn't know this, but people say this out loud. Uh, now I have friends who are telling me this where they like only allow one straight white guy on a show now. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you show up to a show, those other demographics are getting booked so much that they cancel all the time. And there's always a fucking stable of white guys <laughs> in the back of the room who are funny too. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like I put, a, I put a ton of white dudes on the stage last night and a lot of like, well, all the guys that I put up did fucking really well, yourself included. Everybody that I put up did a damn good job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was a, the show went well, but mm-hmm. I would, I mean, it would have been nice. Like again, and there wasn't even, there was still a few black every black like, every black dude that came up to me and asked to go up. I put them up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it's like I'm trying, but at the, you have to fucking show up, dude. Yeah, you have to be there. And I and also I like I'd re- also I would prefer that you don't have to do a Facebook post that's like hey ladies and POC comics like I'm hosting if you want to get up come up like because that's annoying because then that again that's that easy shit where it's like you got to put a little ambition in your own fucking self. Well, yeah, that's I didn't want to do that. I didn't yeah. want to go hey. Also, because you'll only get the shitty ones. Well, yeah, then that's like, oh, I deserve this because I am a woman or I am brown or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And that's also uh, ridiculous, too. Like, no, you should just show up because you want to get up at the, the store. They're the 90s white guy attitude. Yeah. That's what they're doing. <laughs> that's progress, I guess. They're all getting like, a, they're like, where the fuck is my sitcom? I've been doing this for six months. 
what the fuck we finally come full circle <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you get to be lazy not try be mediocre and just and have bitch the whole about world it. Yeah. and just complain yeah meanwhile i'm hanging out in the back of the room not allowed in the front uh, <laughs> waiting waiting to go up and you know what it's making me fucking better <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be like the new Chuck Berries and like <laughs> fucking Little Richards and shit. <laughs> We're gonna be like, holy fuck, dude! Nobody would let him oh play. They God. they it's had to set like- up a soapbox in the fucking homeless park <laughs> and, and fucking not even allowed to use a bullhorn, dude. They're just shooting, on, <laughs> just shouting on a soapbox in MacArthur Park, and now they're the fucking most it's brilliant play, comedian. It's like, it's like a play school microphone, the one that just echoes really loudly. Yeah. You're standing on a pallet. If you really want to keep us down, make it easier for us, because the fucking the struggle is what makes people better. Like, every great comedian has been, like, fucking molested and neglected and kidnapped and beaten and hooked on crack and shit <laughs> it's never like oh but yeah. it took them being great to turn that into something though too because there's plenty of people that i mean we've talked about that before where you just go on stage like i've been molested and then yeah but they usually have only been molested once those people who define themselves <laughs> by it you know what i mean like it's just it's like okay you gotta be a repeat prom- offender before <laughs> yeah, you yeah, really yeah. start getting into the gold <laughs> because you st- if you haven't been tortured enough you still think life shouldn't be that way so you feel like you are screwed but once you get beaten down and tortured enough you're like yeah you're like miss pat you're like yeah life is tough honey like i, I like she's very empathetic to the me too movement all that stuff but like she also has been through so much that she knows that life is like that life is pain so she like is still wicked funny and well i haven't said wicked in a long time that wow. is deep in there easy there fenway park <laughs> yeah, i know the socks won the fucking world series and wicked got into my fucking vocabulary <laughs> i used to say that every other word by the way when i was a kid were you i'm oh really glad God. you don't anymore my dad that would be it. wicked annoying <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I think like if you if you just get molested once, then you're just going to be like, kind of sad. And I tough think to it's be just around. if you <laughs> if you've only ever been molested, you know what I mean? Like, but then if you like been molested and been beat up and then been raped and right. then like your parents got divorced or your parents died and you know like and you've been abandoned or you had to go through several foster homes, like if I think it's like once you start compiling bad things that have happened to you, I mean. I've always thought I've always thought that like somebody could have a a decent structure for personality but if there's not enough bad shit man there's just there's just no way we're going to be able to relate. <laughs> I I feel like I've had a decent I've had a decent life but I am tangential to a lot of pain and torture but my my life has been okay. I got I got a couple things on my list but I am only interested in people who have been through the the you know like I, I just like interesting people. Do you think it's because it makes you feel a little bit better than them? You know no, how like 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 how hot chicks will surround themselves with like ugly girls and be like, oh, but you think like maybe you have that with like trauma? Like, no, oh, I, I didn't think go I have some that. sort of mental illness where I was just given this fucked up brain that like <laughs> only pe- people that fucked up things have happened to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like people tried to protect me, but I think I just have fucked up DNA. <laughs> Because I think that they, you know, they say you pass down like emotional trauma in your DNA or what. There's a lot of that ghost printing or whatever. I got, I got, I got emotional trauma inside my DNA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's what Kendrick Lamar was trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is though, but like, I'm like, I get you for some reason, and you get me. Mm-hmm. 
But boy, did I have an easier route to this conversation <laughs> than you did. <laughs> I love interesting people. And uh, you know what? Uh, something else I want to talk about. I was, I was PAing the other day because uh, I'm doing all the shit gigs right now. And mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be able to make it through my entire time in L.A. without being a production assistant, which <laughs> but it turns out it gets everybody. <laughs> I was just talking. Either a PA or an extra, baby. Yeah. One or the other. <laughs> Every single person's done it. We were just talking to uh, Maria Bamford, and she's done it. And we were relating to that stuff. Like, from top to bottom, everybody has been a fucking set bitch. I think you have to sign up for central casting when you sign a lease. In order <laughs> yeah, to sign exactly. a lease, you have to be able to fucking... <laughs> so if you don't know what a PA is. It's the it's the fucking piece of shit person who does all the bullshit on a set. Goes and gets the catering, you know, t- tapes things up. Does just all the annoying shit. So I and and the thing is, uh, the people who work in the PA world and on sets, the assistant directors, they love hierarchy so much. They la- only laugh up. You know how they say, like, punch down, punch up? Right. They laugh up and they shit down. So some fucking person above them in the chain makes a joke. They laugh. They hug each other. And then if anybody down... And let me tell you something. This is not ego. I was the funniest fucking person in that entire room, okay? <laughs> I was the fun... I dropped gems in that room. And the only other people who would laugh were PAs. And the PAs... The two of the PAs asked for my... One of them tried to go to the batting cages with me, which is fine that's fine because that's like that's what do you mean how is that fine but the the movies is weird because you're there's fencing between you okay (laughs) (laughs) but you have weapons and shit i don't know if that's i don't know if that uh, yeah i don't know i don't know that's another that's a topic for another day (laughs) i'm fine with and the other guy wanted to give me a ride home uh because my it's a long story but my car was parked far away from the set um and he was like hoping it like they loved me the other pas Mm -hmm. but none of the fucking people on the set would fucking talk to me and uh, and that's fine. I didn't. I wasn't there to make friends, but I was noticing, and it reminded me of the military, where everybody there is just such a t- like a fucking piece of shit who like only wants to work their way up. They only laugh at the boss's jokes, and they right. treat everybody below them like shit because they were treated like shit when they were in the bottom, and they look forward to the day where they can treat people below them like shit, and they don't have any fucking ability to suss somebody out and say this person's interesting i like this person this person sucks because that's how smart people they 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 vet people you know one of jerry seinfeld's best friends is a landscaper really yes i heard him talk about on howard stern because he's like yeah he's super funny he's like one of the most he's like hilarious i love hanging out with him we have a great time we laugh the whole time we hang out he's a landscaper i think at like a country club or something that he worked, that's where they met. Right. And he cracked a joke because Jerry Seinfeld doesn't give a fuck about hierarchy. He gives a fuck about, he only, he hates talking to boring people. He likes talking to interesting people. So he doesn't care if you're a fucking Michael Eisner or if you're a fucking PA. If you're interesting, you're interesting. And I hate people it rem- i felt so m- i will never pa again i just turned down a job it's better money than i make at my other job because i it reminded me of being in the military 
and everything I hate about the military where like you are expected to respect somebody just because they're above you and you're expected to shit on somebody just because they're below you and that's the system everybody's agreed to and I just think that's like a stupid person. That's where stupid people fucking thrive because it's really black and white and laid out for them. It drove me crazy. I told one of the guys that I wanted to knock all of his teeth out. I swear to God. I was there for like five minutes. He handed me keys to a car and goes, move this car. First of all, didn't tell me where the car was, where to move it. He just expected me to move a car. To just know all that information? And I didn't even know who he was. And I go, the way you said that to me made me want to knock all of your teeth out. (laughs) And he he smiled a little bit. And then he goes, all right, well... uh, and then he like kind of stumbled. I like totally threw him off because I was fucking with that whole hierarchy thing where I'm just right. like, yes, boss, but I'm fucking 33. Sure, I've done. I've made enough bad decisions in my life where I'm a 33 year old PA. I understand that, but I'm. Uh, <laughs> but intellectually, I'm 33 years old, and you don't get to talk to me like that. That's just not how it works. And yeah. I will threaten to knock your teeth out. And then that guy started sending instructions to me through another PA. He just avoided me for the rest of the day. <laughs> and then I moved the car and I, and I uh, ate their Mentos <laughs> in the car that I moved. I also, I also, I took, they had a bunch of ment. They had like a tin of like one of those, uh, like, big plastic things that they have Mentos in now. Mm. And I took two and dropped it a Coca-Cola in the back while it was supposed to be working. And I made the Coke <laughs> explode with Mentos. <laughs> I, like, you don't get to talk. Like, I don't understand the attraction of talking. Like, I like to shit on people when there's a humorous angle to it or when I know them. Mm-hmm. But, like, I very rarely just go up to strangers and just start shitting on them as if I'm better than them. I will make fun of them if I see them trip or something. Uh-huh. But like these people in the in the film world are so obsessed with hierarchy. They're like, that's the AD. You don't talk to the... If you have something to say to the AD, you go find this other thing. But I feel like it's also just because all of those people already went through all of this and they don't want to... That's exactly what I said. But, but, they, yeah. don't, but they don't, don't want to have to... They don't want to have. I don't know if it's necessarily a power thing as so much... But it's... We do the same thing. Like there, there's comics that suck... I don't really want to have a conversation with somebody who's not funny. You know, yeah. I earn the right to talk to people who are funny. I'm not looking for friends. I agree. But like when something is, qu- if, if, if you're standing right next to me and I need to figure something out and it's quicker to just say something to you, but because of the hierarchy of fetish, I have to go walk all the way across a set to find the other guy who then will go ask you and get an answer and they come back and well, that's find always me. ridiculous and then that's they wonder, they are, then they wonder why they're over budget every fucking every fucking movie and it's be just because they're they don't want to expedite the process yeah means not wanting to talk have a conversation with a shitty comic is different from me ordering him around to do stuff for me right or telling him that he can't talk directly to me I'm not like that at all mm-hmm. I I might you know, just be like, Hey, stop talking to me, but I'll do that to anybody. But that's not because I think I'm better than you. It's because you're fucking well, or maybe I am better than you, but it's like, I'm basing myself as being better than you off of conversation, not because of where we are in life. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just, I hate the, you're not world. being classist. You're being a personalityist. <laughs> exactly. Yes, have a good personality. <laughs> I get paid for my personality. What do you? It's like, sure, maybe I'm supposed to go get you some fucking brownies, but next week there will be 250 people there who paid money to see me tell them stuff. 
<laughs> That's what my pers- personality is worth. People pay money to hear my thoughts. Okay, you fucker. Has anybody ever paid you to hear your thoughts? No, kiss my ass. I'm glad I have to go talk to somebody instead of you. You know why? Because you're a fucking dud. All right, easy. Worked one day on this job. <laughs> I'm not cut out for office, for like jobs, dude. Like That's what's good about the regular day gig I have is I'm completely self-managed and I work by myself. <laughs> I might have an attitude problem. <laughs> uh, what is it? Oppositional defiance disorder? Yeah. I think that might have been one. They're going to start. You know how ALS is also Lou Gehrig's disease? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to start calling ODD Brian Vokey disease. Let's do the gripe of the week. It's the gripe of the week. It's, it's the, the gripe, gripe of, of the week. week. Adam Heath Evitable's gripe of the week is people who slut shame Halloween costumes. Why do you care what someone wants to wear on Halloween? Let them wear bunny ears and lingerie if they want to. Who cares though? Let me make fun of you. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Because no, here's the thing: is whether we make fun of it or not, they're still gonna wear it, so it's not like a big deal. <laughs> like, yeah, and and I think really, you know what I think the base of all of this is is like Halloween is to dressing slutty as in Fifty Shades of Grey is to Exotica to fucking housewives. You know what I mean? Like it's their yeah, way of dipping a toe. Shit. Yeah, it's yeah. their way of dipping a toe in fucking like, oh, look how bad I am. This is we're we're role playing tonight. This is like the like Halloween is the general public's way of, you know, trying role playing. Also that complaint sounds like he's like this pervert who's like, dude, don't fuck it up, dude. This is the only year I get to see Stacy from accounting dressed as a slutty chair. Like, let me fucking look at this. Last Shut year up. She, last year she was a bumblebee and I could have swore I saw a lip, dude. Yeah. I could have swore I saw a lip, dude. Don't, I almost saw her stinger. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah, you yeah. threw slut shame in there to try to sound progressive, but really you just want to go jerk off in the bathroom after looking at the sexy Bella. <laughs> Angelo Simfraco's gripe of the week is underwear that ride up. Okay, you here. Okay, you need new underwear. You got to just buy new underwear. You got to buy underwear that fits you too. You got to get the right size. That's how they move on you. You got to either pick a size smaller or pick a size bigger. And figure that out. Because I used to have underwear that would always fall down. Right. And it was because I'd gotten lost weight and my underwear didn't fit anymore. <laughs> I had to get smaller underwear. I have I have two pair of underwear that were on sale that are moisture wicking fancy pants underwear. Ooh. But they're way too small for me. And when I put them on, it's like, you know, when you squeeze that toy and the eyes pop out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, but your genitals yeah, yeah. are like. <laughs> yeah, my balls come out like that fucking squeezy toy's eyes. You shoot a bottle rocket out of the tip of your dick. <laughs> but I still wear I'm wearing one right now. Well, I don't know why I said one. <laughs> I would hope you only wear one. It's not like condoms. Yeah. They're not more effective. If my you legs are numb, but I like the way they feel. <laughs> I like that my nuts are dry. I can't feel my legs, but my nuts are dry. J.C. Ratcliffe's gripe of the week is parents that won't let their kids trick or treat because blah, 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 some pagan shit, but then they'll celebrate Christmas with a fucking Yule tree. Uh, that's one of those things where it's like you're trying to find hypocrisy. It's like a little Bill Hicksy shit to me where it's like. And also. I mean, but it is true, though. 
Like, yeah, Halloween but, gets all the 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 pagan shit for it, but, but you're you're hanging on the Yule log. But really, Christmas, as far as they're concerned, is about the birth of Jesus. It's not; they're not celebrating the Yule log. The Yule log is like it's like the Easter the bunny then what's the of treat? it. Yeah, it's it's like it's Easter is about Jesus reincarnation in their mind. But also, there's a fucking pagan bunny running around with with candy. But like at their core, the reason why they can ra- there's no rationalization. For Halloween, there's no, it's all just the pagan thing. It's just the door to door for candy. You know, no, what no I mean? it's also the Day of the Dead no, for November 1st. But it's still the same fucking time, dude. Like, and it's also the Day of the Dead goes from the 31st to the 2nd. It's like a three day festival. Uh, well, I don't know about what you guys did, but you guys, I mean, I know. Don't you guys, no, me. it's not I, even my I culture. I you guys and you because you're, you're siesta ass people <laughs> love to party for too long. Like, uh, when I. <laughs> I grew up hardworking Roman Catholic. Don't, be, don't um, put that all that shit on us. Have you ever been to an Indian wedding? They're like a fucking week long. I don't know anything about I, them. Listen, if you have Indian friends, you got to tell them. Nobody wants to hang out with anybody for a week long unless they're fucking. It's true. Also, the Jewish funerals, you know. The, oh, my God. Shiva, <laughs> yeah. where it's like three days. Get out of here. Who wants to hang out with the dead for three days? How does it not stink? <laughs> I don't know. I think it takes incense longer. in their granny's nostrils <laughs> so it doesn't smell. But I, uh, I, I think that what I'm saying, though, is that Christmas and Easter, like, yes, you can make those. Uh, they're based in pagan ritual things, but there also is the Jesus twist mm-hmm. on those holidays. So that's why they get a pass. But I, I think with Halloween, there really is. And also, the people, like, Catholics don't do that shit. They let you celebrate Halloween Catholics aren't weird like product like Baptists yeah. are mm-hmm. and I think Baptists they don't have All Saints Day they don't have Day of the Dead because they're not Catholic they don't have saints so for them there literally is no Christian basis for Halloween so if they're gonna be like that it makes sense to me so yeah they have a Yule log but they also have the birth of Jesus Halloween is literally just like devil's candies and costumes yeah any 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 day that you're glorifying the devil, people that like Jesus aren't going to be a fan. It's going to be a hard sell. Mm-hmm. Julia Noran, I don't know if is it Julia Noran. I don't know. All the uh, her gripe of the week is all the movie remakes. Stop cashing in on the nostalgia dollar and focus on original content for fuck's sake. I I, I I totally agree too. This is one of those ones where it's like. I've been saying that for years. That's why they, they don't know how to market to people our age. So they don't know what we like other than crime. Cause that's the only thing that they know that we like is crime, murder, sports, sports. Um, so that's why they have to fucking, they have to just keep you. Like, remember when you liked this, when you were a kid, remember when you liked this, when you were a kid, like, I also think that the price of making a movie is so expensive now that they were Use to gamble on a new idea. Like very few people, they're like, we need a safe bet. Like if we do, even if no, every, even all those duds. Like I bet the Ghostbusters remake probably made a shitload of money. I don't know if it did or not. But they like, they're like, hey, this is a name that sells. It's the same thing that's going on in comedy, where like it's harder and harder for people who aren't established names to get a fucking opportunity. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to gamble anymore. No, nobody wants to build anybody. That's like. That's why it's so when you when when t- that's why Tiffany Haddish popped so fucking hard because when yeah. you, when you pop they're like oh shit we can make money off this person let's give them everything 
Well, yeah, not only that, but that's, I mean, that's why people get lose their mind and get burnt out and shit like mm-hmm. that because then they just, they, they, they when they, they want to squeeze you out like you're emptying a fucking tube of toothpaste. Because they don't want to get risk every little bit. I know, it sucks. They don't. They don't. They don't want to take any risk anymore. So, so they want just guarantee, and that's why they make such. They end up making such bullshit, like content. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these roles that like they're that are being pushed on Tiffany Haddish are getting weaker and weaker and weaker. And it's just like, okay, do do you want to make this fucking money? You can do this shitty movie or what? You know? Right. And exactly. It's, and it sucks. It sucks for the the artists. It sucks to be like if you want to maintain integrity, then you don't get to have you you don't get to you know have a lot of money. Or cause, because they want to take it away from you immediately until they find something else, you know? I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. That being said, I also, when I saw a banner for Creed 2 in Inglewood the other day, I did a legitimate fist bump. I was very, very excited. Although that's not a remake. It's more of a sequel. But man, mm-hmm. it's the fucking, what, eighth Rocky? And I'm so pumped. Well, yeah, they figured out they figured out that that works, but that's also a little different because it's the guy that made the original one still making. Yeah, it's yeah. a new script. There, it, yeah, it's it's a little different. I mean, and I get it with, um, I totally get all all the the, like the Marvel universe and stuff like that, where you're, you're making these characters that were in books now come to life. I get that more than like, hey, remember when you liked Full House? It's Full House again, but it's a different story. It's Full you know? House. It's full house. Yeah, all that shit. It's just fucking annoying. And, and like, do what Stranger Things did then. If you want to cash in on nostalgia, slap a fucking soundtrack on there that makes everybody remember their youth, but write a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Julia got it, man. I mean... Since she's the only one we fucking agreed with, yeah. <laughs> we just decimated the other two. I didn't even like. I didn't even know. Expect myself to de- end up defending Christians over <laughs> holidays, but I think I had some damn good points. <laughs> you threw me the Catholic thing. I swung left to the Protestant. I took it. I took it to Martin Luther, and then uh, I still stood my ground. <laughs> but the the remakes, yeah, Julia, yeah. Julia Noren, you got it. You got Gripe of the Week, baby. Guys, please make sure you subscribe and write us a nice little review on the iTunes. Please. Please and thank you. Subscribe. Um, email us if you want to. NoSirPod at gmail.com. Also, go to NoSirPod.com for all of uh, if you want to check out the website. We got archived episodes. We got all the good stuff on there. We're going to be in Virginia November 7th through the 11th. Richmond, Virginia on November 7th. Um, not sure about the 8th still. <laughs> 9th and 10th. 9th and 10th at Kazi's in Newport News, Virginia. And then we will be at the Funny Bone in Virginia Beach on the 11th. Make sure you guys um, come come out. Come check us out. It's going to be real fun. Uh, we have a local dude that's a, big, a good buddy of mine. His name's Travis Carl. He's going to f- host for us. He's badass. Um, also, follow us on all the assorted social media at NoSirPod, at Brian J. Vokey, at The Funny Carmen. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. No, sir, I don't like it. 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 No sir, I don't like it. No sir, I don't like it. No sir, I don't like it. What the fuck is the fucking matter? Fucking stupid one.